Welcome all you Plus 2 Comedy Modifiers to another episode of the Plus 2 Comedy Podcast. I'm your host as always, TV's Noah Houlihan. Thank you so much for joining us. And before we get to our fantastic episode with the host of the Game Dash Boat Podcast, Greg Harkins, I gotta tell you about upcoming events. It is November, which means our NaNoWriMo group has started up once again. Come to Jester's Playhouse, that's 545 Tilton Road in Northfield, New Jersey, at 6 o'clock every Thursday, and we'll be there to help you write your novel for National Novel Writing Month. There's free candy, and then there's the Plus Two Comedy Podcast right afterwards, so be sure to come check that out. Also in the news... If you'd like to support Plus Two Comedy, please thank our sponsor, Amazon. Just click the banner below, or the link below, and shop as normal, and you'll support the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. I know that there's a lot of stuff to buy for the holidays that are coming up before you even want to start thinking about them. So be sure to click the banner, shop as normal, and support the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. And now, without any further ado, take it away... Kirby Crackle. We're on the road, we're going home, to the place where wild nerds roam, with pretty girls and dudes and kids, going to cons is our escape. It's like a mega buggies and a star-filled sky, where you can meet all your heroes and none of them fight. We're on the road, we're going home, ready for a podcast oh they're ready this week who's here to do other things and is currently being annoyed by a podcast they made a noise a low erotic woo (laughs) this is the plus two comedy podcast i'm your host as always tv's noah houlihan we are here jester's playhouse that's 545 tilton road in northfield new jersey i am joined by my co-host as always the upside down hotshot to my extra life day, Mr. Will yeah. Liam. How you doing, Will? I'm the most interesting part of your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm doing good. <laughs> no, it's I like good that to one. hear. Uh, our guest this week is the host of the Game Dash Boat podcast. Please give it up for Greg Harkins. Aw, <laughs> oh, shucks. You, can, you folks are great. How you doing, Greg? I'm good. I'm well. Thank you for having me. The circle is now complete. Yes. Uh, the two main members of Game Boat have been here. You yes. have been with us after like a year of trying to get you on our show. So we, we now what do we do? We do the math. It might be a, a full... Now, it's been over a year since <laughs> Mike has been on here. Has it really? Yes. It had. It has to be because we were in the other location. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, it took, us, it took us well over... It probably took us two years <laughs> to get wow. it all together, really. But, uh, well, you got to get Will on yours. Yeah, now. I was... <laughs> You're right. I'm a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We had the one host and then the other host and everybody's done it. <laughs> what are you doing in like 15 months? Nothing. <laughs> All right. We'll have you on. Sweet. Excellent. So tell us about uh, the Game Boat Podcast. Okay. So uh, you'll have to forgive me if I repeat anything that Mike did or if you even remember Mike's show. Just tell me to shut mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's the same question to the, about the same show, so I'm sure some stuff will be repeated. It'd be great if you had an entirely different answer. If I lied, yeah. <laughs> my to grandma me, I died. Dragged into an audio room <laughs> and forced against my will to talk about some video games. So Gameboat is a, uh, a discussion place. Uh, we do live streams and podcasts and reviews, and it was basically born out of the idea that. 
all of the interactions I had with people on the internet when I talked about video games, which is obviously something that I love, was so different from the interactions that I would have talking to people that I knew mm-hmm. or friends. And I couldn't figure out why it was. And then I figured out it was because of the internet. And everyone is just furiously angry for no reason on the internet. Yeah. And so we just tried to bring a place to the internet where everybody could be pretty positive and pretty happy about video games and remember old things and remember new things in a cool way instead of hating everything. Yeah. Did he tell like why we're called Game Boat? Uh, I believe so, but you can restate it. Okay, so it was... Everybody remembers the Power Glove, right? And there is this nostalgia for the Power Glove. And it was... so bad. And it was literally the worst. Like, it actually was bad. It did nothing. It did not function. If you ask someone to be like, how did you use your Power Glove? They'll say Maniac Mansion. That's the only thing they can say, and that was a pure garbage way to play Maniac Mansion. (laughs) So... What Every- about Glove Ball? Wasn't <laughs> it, there, there was a game just for the Power Glove. No? Impossible? So you're right. just making stuff up what now. What a great time to make video games. Because it's never like they recalled it or made another one. They just made a product. And were like, this doesn't work. And they were like, all right. Yeah, and they just shrugged <laughs> their shoulders. Good. And like, whatever. Here's a gun that doesn't work, too. You want that? But we all, like as a nerd culture, we all look back at the, at the Power Glove and we love it and we laugh and it's like this funny thing. And then somewhere along the line, I don't know what happened, I think it was Twitter, everybody started hating everything. And the Game Boat accessory comes out and it was the inflatable raft that doesn't even hook up to a video game system. <laughs> it's, just it's just a raft <laughs> that you're supposed to play with the Connect Adventures, uh, you know, I, I forget what it's called, but it's their... their I think it's just Connect Adventures. Well, there's one specific mini game, like you can can't even use it for all of Connect Adventures. Well, you can use it for anything. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can use it for dining if you want, yeah. but it's it's as effective as it is for this mini game, and it is. It's this. It's the same thing as the Power Glove. It doesn't function. It's hilariously stupid. But for whatever reason, when that came out, there's so much hatred and anger, and it was like, yeah, Microsoft would do that, and I'm like, what is wrong with people that we mm-hmm. just can't like laugh at this and have fun with this yeah. and like bring this to conventions and name our business after it and make <laughs> terrible mistakes with it. <laughs> So I mean, I I loved all the Wii accessories. Like, you know, if you want, you can make your Wii mode into a sword when you play Zelda or any game. It's like, oh, well, that sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? And there might be part of it. Like, I grew up in arcades, and the big thing about arcades, for me, it was one fighting games, and it was two ridiculous games with peripherals. So for mm-hmm. me, that always sticks, and that's why I love the Dreamcast so much, because that system is nothing but goofy peripherals. Yeah. And I think, like, the younger crowd, they didn't grow up in arcades, and they kind of don't know the magic of that. Mm-hmm. And that's that's why the Wii was so successful, honestly, because that was the first thing that they brought into their house that was like... Yeah, that's a good point. You know, whatever, I can make this whatever I want. Like you said, I'm boxing, or it's a sword, or it's a golf mm-hmm. club, or it's Samba de Amigo, yeah. you know. Yeah. To the I, I had brand loyalty to the extras. Like I'd go to play uh, uh, Time Crisis, and they just have the crappy generic blue gun because <laughs> the other one broke. And I'm like, can I speak to your manager? <laughs> this is I need my quarterback. I need <laughs> my gun needs to kick back, or this is a waste yeah. of time. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Arcade snobbery. Like, excuse <laughs> me. Yeah. That was it. it. Like clicks and it flies no, back, and it's you're important. like, I'm so badass. <laughs> But, yeah, so that was kind of where we were at when we created Game Boat. It was just like, I just want to make a cool place a positive place. And it's funny, especially considering, like, current events, too. Like, there's this uh, huge, obnoxious culture war, and everybody's mad about everything. And uh, we're, <laughs> trying, we're trying as hard as we can to just block that out and be like, I like games. I like talking about games. I like talking about everything about games and even the stuff, like, you know, closely involving it, like the business. And uh, I, that's what we did. We try to make that place, and we do it the best that we can to entertain and, you know, be like almost as funny as the plus two comedy co- uh, podcast yeah i mean Aww, it's nice to try <laughs> <laughs> it's 
It's good to have dreams, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I love your podcast. Oh, you're, thank you're, you. You're the only like strictly video game podcast that I will listen to on a regular basis. That's so. well. That's awesome. Thank yeah, you. I'm I appreciate a big that. Fan of it. The only uh, game game boat related. The only podcast. nautical slash game related <laughs> yeah, video podcast. game nautical uh, inflatable uh, accessory <laughs> game. That podcast. was the other thing that was fun about when we were when we were kind of creating Gameboat because we were going through a couple different names and then when we settled on Gameboat, uh, my co-host Mike, who was just like a huge like pirate nerd, he started making water puns and it was like we're never gonna get you off this, are we? He's like, nope, like nope. spend the money. It's Gameboat now. <laughs> I'm just sobbing, typing into GoDaddy my credit card number. This, this is my life now. Well- well, my dream, and I, I talked to Mike about it when he was here, is uh, I want to set up Connect on a projector, play that game on the game boat in a body of water. Mm-hmm. That is my dream. If we can make that happen, somehow put it in a pool. Mm. <laughs> put it up on a projector. On yeah. <laughs> that I- would... That- that would be the greatest day of my life. I'm Extra Life Day 2015. <laughs> yeah. That is a good Here idea. We come. I love swimming in October. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, by the way, thank you so much for coming down for Extra Life. Oh, it was my I pleasure. I greatly appreciate it. Hey, no, that. go ahead. Toot your own horn a little bit. How much did, how, what did you do? How'd you do? It was over $600. That's I don't have awesome. a, an exact uh, uh, number because Will hasn't paid his dues yet. <laughs> I, I beat my game. I don't understand why I have to pay money. it was a team effort. I don't know. I feel like the two other members of the team agreed to this and I didn't. No, there was a team. All right, Will. <laughs> Look how angry you made someone in the store. Slammed <laughs> the door. So angry. Will got the good game. Oh, I, I guess we'll briefly talk about Extra Life Day because I don't. I didn't want to bring Greg down here and be like, "So this is what we did." <laughs> you can listen to what happened. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we had Extra Life Day. Greg came down. Derek Batacek came down. We had a good time, uh, and uh, I didn't beat Ninja Turtles. Surprise. <laughs> I was glad to come down and hang out on your stream and play Puzzle Fighter and yes. com- completely body my co host. You got to play the fun game? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I you, got to enjoy myself. You had the most amazing game of Super Puzzle Fighter I've ever oh, seen. Oh, yeah. Because. I mean, yeah. You had the Dan versus Dan battle. <laughs> yes, the classic battle. Where you filled up. I, I think you filled up Mike's screen completely, except for one more block coming down. Yeah. And that block coming down happened to be a diamond. Why wouldn't it and be? And he cleared his screen. <laughs> it, it, like how, The possibilities of that happening are ridiculous. And I watched it, and we have it on tape. And <laughs> if, you, if you thumb through the 287 videos that are now on the Plus Two Comedy <laughs> YouTube account, you can find that moment. Someone can find that moment and tell me which video it is. That'd be great because I'd love to edit together <laughs> something that's not 96 hours long to put on it's YouTube. Too many hours, and you can hear my salt in that video too. Mm-hmm. Like I am so salty when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys, bro, I haven't heard salty used as a, an adjective lately, and I'm glad that you brought it back mm-hmm. into my life. I missed it. Well, like... the, 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 the game boat. They're all on the ocean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, sea spray. <laughs> Yeah, I use salty a lot. I mean, I think, yeah. you know, I, I come from the fighting game community, um, and we use that yes. term all the time. What's your game? Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, and I am presently your dive kick world champion. I, my personal champion? Yeah. <laughs> dive kick is so much fun. Yes, dive kick is such a godlike game. I'm glad that, that it's weird to think that, because uh, for a while I felt like 
fighting games were going away. They were. Because ar- <laughs> arcade games were kind of dying out because no one was going to the arcades. So it was hard to get like a real deep fighter. Yeah. And then what survives is a two-button <laughs> fighting game. I mean, they're... It's like, fighting games are back. Dive kick. Fighting games are kind of in a renaissance right now. Um, yeah, and it's like it's half-joking, but we actually refer to any period like between 2005 and 2008, we refer to it as the Dark Ages. Because here's what happens. All these Capcom fighters come out as arcades are dying and like around mm-hmm. the Dreamcast era. So there's all these Street Fighters, and there's the Marvel's Capcom 2s, and the Tecromancers, and the Plasma Swords, and Third Strike, and Third mm-hmm. Strike Double, or, uh, Street Fighter 3 Double Impact, and Capcom vs. SNK 2, and I could keep doing this, but I realize it's annoying. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> there was so much oversaturation that everybody just rejected it. It was like, no more fighting games. And there wasn't for a long time, until mm-hmm. Street Fighter 4 came out in 2009, and basically just revitalized the love yeah. of fighting games. And then we were lucky to get a couple good ones in a row, like Marvel and mm-hmm. Tekken. Um, Killer Instinct. Did you like Injustice? Uh, actual garbage. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. for sure. What, I have no, I, I'm not in or, a... Or uh, Killer Instinct. No. Because uh, I was kidding. Uh, Killer Instinct has a lot of work to do, and competitively it's almost dead. Uh, but I, I do like Killer Instinct. Uh, Injustice... <laughs> you, you gotta go work on yourself, Killer Instinct. <laughs> It does. It needs, it needs some time. But, uh, but you didn't like Injustice? Yeah, it's in a really bad spot. I mean, when I went to Evo in Las Vegas last year, which is basically the giant, like the biggest fighting game tournament in the world, mm-hmm. uh, Injustice was booed. And the only reason Injustice was there is because it was the year that Injustice had come out and they were trying to give it a shot. But we were actively booing Injustice. It's just not a fun game to watch. What? You didn't... Really? Aquaman sure. summons a shark. I mean, okay, so here... <laughs> yeah, it's just fun cinematics and it looks beautiful, but it's not great to watch. Push it up against a game like Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, which, I mean, right now, Marvel is in such a better place than DC is. But also, like, Mar- Marvel vs. Capcom is so bright and colorful and everything's flashing. <laughs> I, will, I will say that I, when I watch people that are really good at Marvel vs. Capcom, if I had, like, a two-second attention span, yeah, I would be like, oh, oh yeah. like it's just bam, 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 bam. Yeah, even if you don't know what like they're doing or what you, if, if you don't know the game, uh, watching Injustice, the music is like really muted and it's all dark colors and it's a lot of like gray and black and it's just, it's not an interesting game to look at. And that's kind of, when you're looking at the same game the way that I am for like 40 hours a week every <laughs> week, that really, it, it wears down pretty quick. Okay. Well, th- let me let me let me throw a, this one at you then. Okay. What are your thoughts on uh, PlayStation All Stars? I love that game. Thank uh, you. Also, comp- competitively a disaster, but it's so oh, fun to it? watch and beautiful. Yeah. Because like, yeah, it's completely dead. Like there is no audience for that game. But I love that game. It's I do too. So fun. Oh, it's so fun. It when your best character is Parappa the Rapper, <laughs> as he should be. Yeah. Who who would you choose in in that? I play Dante. Really? Uh, from DMC. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Not the other Dante. <laughs> from Dante's Inferno. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that was a PlayStation game. That makes sense. Well, my favorite thing about it, though, was that there was a NES character, and that was Sackboy. And yeah. like, you would play Sackboy, and you're like, well, this is impossible. And then you would play people who were using Sackboy, and they were godlike. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, how you can't think this fast. That game did a really good job of all of the characters had like a gimmick. Like they all yeah. emulated a play style. And that's why the new Smash is going to be so good. Um, because all of that is there. And it better be for like the 875 characters that are in that game. Yeah. Um, None of which are the ice climbers. <laughs> <laughs> Still so no Ridley. Upset. Still no Ridley. It's like, do they hate you? I don't know the deal with Nintendo. See, but like Ridley was in Brawl. And it was a boss, and I, I feel like to then downgrade Ridley <laughs> to just be a character. I gotta get my spot back. Yeah, that would be 
That'd be like getting to play as Master Hand. It's like, no. Well, if you could put anybody into Smash, who would you guys put in Smash right now? <laughs> well, back when I was in high school, <laughs> oh God. I used to write Smash Brothers fan fiction. And uh, it, was, it was called, and it was popular, uh, <laughs> Super Smash Brothers Donnybrook. Uh, this is before Brawl came out. This is right around Melee. And it wasn't about fighting. It was about the characters waiting in the uh, audition waiting room, discussing what they're going to do to try to get into the game. And it followed the characters of Toad, Little Mac, and uh, uh, to- oh, Bomberman. Bomberman mm. I really wanted. Mm-hmm. And then later Mega Man showed up. Uh, Glover showed up, <laughs> and Sonic and Tails. So most of them came true. Yeah, it's a uh, shame about Glover, though. <laughs> <laughs> the plot was that everyone hated Glover, <laughs> and they would always no. That was Glover real life, up. Noah. Everyone yeah. hated Glover. Um. Little Mac had been hit in the head too many times in my story, and he would say, I gotta believe, over and over and over again. It was a good story. So that was my fanfiction. It used to be on fanfiction.net, but it got taken down because it was in play format. Don't censor me, (laughs) fanfiction.net. So if we have you on for one of the live streams, do you think you can dig that up and read it? I don't know. Just rewrite it. You're probably a better writer at this point. I know that... It used to only exist, and I, so I know it's gone, on the G4TV.com forums. Oh. Had a big following there, and then it almost came back as a webcomic that I might have on an old computer somewhere. I lost so. stuff on that forum, too. I, lo- I lost something that was really precious to me, yeah. A couple of years ago, one of the PAX Easts, I don't remember which one, they have a pitch-your-own game panel, and... The first time I went to it, it was really clever because nobody uses it to pitch a game. Everybody goes to like basically practice their stand-up. Like, not <laughs> one real game is pitched. Everyone is just being jerks to the three guys who have to judge. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, oh, you guys would thrive there. You would love it. So I saw it, and I'm like, next year. I have a whole year to work on this. So I went back the next year, and uh, how can I do this uh, playfully? Okay, so the, ba- the pitch for my game was... Uh, a connect-only game called Am I Wiping My Ass Correctly? (laughs) (laughs) Because how do you know that you're doing it right? Were you ever actually instructed on how to do it? The way you do it now, you just do it because... Like, what if we're all doing it wrong? Wrong compared to, like... I I distinctly remember... See, your whole life's unraveling right in front of me. No, 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 no. What's your basis of... Like, is God coming down? Like, what are you doing? Like, what if there's clearly a more effective and efficient way to do it than the way that we do it now? Or like, I, I believe the quote is always wipe front to back, and that's from Scary Movie. So Right, right. There is. There's, there's mystery out there. There's ways to do it. I like this game, though. So I had, <laughs> it's like, perfect. I had, uh, I had structured okay. the entire game. And yes! Oh. <laughs> what I did is I sold it as a, uh, with a real like with a real game pitch behind it because I compared it to games like Brain Age or games like We Fit where those games 
are good at what they do, but they're not good video games, right? Like they, right. they make you come in every day and you have to do the task, and if you stick with it, you get better. But they're objectively they're bad games. Mm-hmm. So my idea was to take that style of game and apply it to the Connect watching you wipe your ass. <laughs> an objectively um, bad game, <laughs> and then put a story mode into it, like Mass Effect, where you were making choices every day with what you ate and your nutrition, <laughs> and like like how you laid down. Um, and then now it was going to be it was going to be beloved for its single player, but it was absolutely going to be heralded for its multiplayer mode, <laughs> where it was competitive you, or cooperative. Pl- you play cooperative. There you, you go. You were on a ski trip and you broke both of your arms. Oh no! And your best friend has to wipe your ass mm. for you. But there's it adds a whole new dynamic to the game because if you uh, and your friendship. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there's an eye level meter, and if you get too much eye contact, you guys oh, aren't yeah. friends anymore. <laughs> yeah. Can't have it. So that I had that whole Man. pitch up there. And basically, the, the best part of this whole thing is I keep throwing in jokes, and you have prepared answers. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's the thing. I told you, I thought, like, a year, every <laughs> night. Like, I was scrawling it on the walls, like, no, co op. Like, <laughs> So it was great. I made a room full of people, of like 3,000 people, really upset. They're actually, the, <laughs> the video that used to be up on G4 is amazing because uh, after I explain the, the co op mode, you actually see a woman get up and walk out. Nice. <laughs> nice. So that video is gone now. I'm super sad about that. Oh, that is R.I.P. G4. <laughs> Fans, get on it. Find that video. <laughs> and end my old Smash Brothers fan fiction. <laughs> So uh, we like to geek out on this show. We did it really early this time. But uh, we do it with a segment we like to call What You Watching, What You Reading, What You Playing. It's too early. <laughs> it's where we talk it's about what race. we're watching, what we're reading, what you're playing. That's your part. <laughs> Yelling at the fans. Sorry. Uh, Greg, you're new to the show. What you been watching? So I, uh, I guess two things. Uh, first is I just wrapped up the really short season one of Silicon Valley, which is exceptionally hilarious. I don't. Yeah, Silicon I don't know why I'm Valley. fighting watching that so bad. Me like, too. Because I love TJ Miller. Miller right? I love yeah. uh, uh, Mike Judge, Kamel, uh, Gianni. Yeah, Mike Judge. I just like it would come on after Newsroom or Game of Thrones or something mm-hmm. on HBO. And I'd be like, no, and then I I change the channel. I'm like, why would I do that? I love these people. Yeah, like, I don't. I don't know why I put it off so long either. And it's uh, it's a quick. Watch, too. It's eight episodes, and they're 40-minute episodes, and you can just plow through it in one night, basically. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And it's hysterical. It's really well-written. It's really excellent. You can tell that uh, someone involved with that show sat with a bunch of coders and, like, knows <laughs> those people. Because it's not the stereotypical, like, I'm the... It's not, it's not like, I'll use the easy one, and I don't mean to pick on a... Like, I don't mean to grab low-hanging fruit, but it's not the Big Bang Theory. There you go. It's not, like, it's the fine. stereotypical, like... Tear them apart. Socially, yeah, okay, good, I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hate it. It's not the nerd socially awkward face. nerd thing. Nerd like, face. they're all real people. They're all angry, but they're all, like, they have their own little social tics, and it's just interesting to watch them. Like, I feel like those guys are exactly like that without the cameras on. Gotcha. Um, so that, and I'm catching up on season three of Arrow, which is just way better than any show on the WB has any business being. Okay. Well, all right. I was going to argue, like, you're way better. Yeah. I was like, no. And you're like, then on the WB, I'm like, all right. Well, yeah, because that's, that's not a channel. It's a... Uh, I'm sorry, the CW. <laughs> there you go. Still, uh, pro- still probably true. <laughs> the, the WB frog is killing himself somewhere <laughs> in the hallway. I used to be something. <laughs> yeah, I like, uh, I like Arrow a lot. I mean, it's just... <laughs> it's, uh, it is really way better than, you know, any any show on that network should be. And it's, it's interesting. And I'm glad we live in a... Uh, a time where all this superhero stuff is happening and it's awesome. Yes. 
I do like that we live in a, a, a world where there's like four superhero shows on TV and I can hate all of them. <laughs> but I have that chill. Like, I don't res- uh, appreciate the fact that I go, I don't like this one. So of all of them, what is the most hated one right now then? <laughs> from, from me or yeah. just in general? No, from you. Be careful. I know people get mad. I still... I don't like Shield. I think that's my least. Totally yeah, with you. yeah. Will I think definitely hates Shield. The Actually, most. unwatchable. Yeah, still so pandery and. Uh. I want to get back into it. I fell off of it uh, apparently right when it got good, but it I was just, just haven't had time. A bad mix because like I like Buffy and it's got some of like the Buffy humor, but not where it belongs. And then it's got it's Avengers, but it's the Avengers seriousness. But then with like a like it just doesn't. It's a bad mix. See, I. I disagree. I thought it was good because my, my favorite Whedon moment is there's a part where there's a girl who's kind of under like this control of this guy, and this guy takes her place. So she, she's got like a camera in her eye. So he sticks the camera in his eye, and now he's doing all the things she was supposed to do. And uh, there's someone in his ear, and she's like, I got it. I'm a professional. I can do whatever I want. Don't worry. And the next command he gets is seduce that guy. And he's like, oh, help me. <laughs> that is a perfect Josh Whedon joke right there. And I thought it fit perfect. You're just wrong. Mm. I don't know why I get so upset. You haven't even watched I mean, it I don't, I, I've completely Greg, given up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. driving a yeah. wedge in plus two comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Let's not talk about I not liking you. I didn't like Arrow either, and- I don't like Gotham. There, I think you're wrong. I haven't really? seen Gotham yet. You have a turn in between me going, so go ahead. <laughs> no, about complaining about it. I was going to say what you're watching. What are you watching? I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to talk about Gotham. I know, but I am. So oh, okay. I'm giving you your turn. I actually finally got around to watching uh, Days of Future Past. Oh, really? I have not seen it. Still, I was like half to three quarters good to me. Okay. But the parts that I thought I'd hate, I liked, and the parts that I thought I would like, I didn't care for, which was weird. Like, Quicksilver, I thought I would hate. I thought he was really cool. That was my favorite part. I was going to guess, was it Quicksilver? Yeah, it was him. Because I felt the same exact I way. I saw the trailer. I was like, that's terrible. He looks terrible, and it's going to annoy me. He's a 16-year-old or something, so everything he does, his behavior is completely excused. He's just a great actor. And then him speeding around, that whole uh, 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 scene couldn't think of that word which is great all the effects and stuff the end, i don't even remember what happened at the end i didn't care that part was boring anything with the future sucked and i hated it yeah but uh i liked uh xavier's transformation and stuff so like there's a lot of good stuff okay did the did uh, all the other x-men stuff not happen i didn't get the ending so just the movies didn't happen but they still brought all the terrible actors. Like anything you Spoilers. could do to undo, yeah, we, oh, it works out in the end. Who'd have thought that the superhero that they don't all die? Who'd have thought that would be the ending? Yeah, spoiler. Wolverine lives. Spoiler alert. Also, can we get not just Wolverine out of these movies, but Striker? Can Striker be done? Because they're not. They're stri- It's the Chronicles of Striker. He's been in every. Damn movie they uh, come out with. I'm sick of them. While we're there, though, can we get rid of Mystique and how like she's nowhere yeah. near as important as these movies make her? Mystique, Wolverine. I'm you? sick of Wolverine at this point. No. I liked him, but she's a big blue lady. We're yeah. keeping her. You guys can shut up. <laughs> but like, and I can keep track of. What- I imagine every woman I see is Mystique. That's got to be problematic. Yeah. No, it's not. It works real well. Suspicious. <laughs> it's just like, hey, that could be Mystique. 
<laughs> but I, I can keep track of where they are in the Marvel timeline by what rank Stryker is at this point. <laughs> like, it's oh, it's a 70s movie. He's a captain. And then the end of him is grabbing Wolverine. I'm like, oh, boy. It's him grabbing Wolverine to make out with him again. Wait, that's which, what, which that's, version of the movie did you watch? That's what I assume why he's obsessed with him. He's just unconscious Hugh Jackman forever. Weapon X, am I right? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Weapon triple X. <laughs> Sorry. No, it was good. Uh, no, I feel like that was my fault. I I feel like that was my fault. Really well. I just want to point out that Will almost was entirely happy through that entire bit. (laughs) And then I made one spoiler joke. (laughs) And the world collapsed. I'm such a mad person. Like, I thought that movie was all right. But here's all the problems. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I can't just like anything. I'm so sorry. So I've been watching Gotham. And it's great. Why? I don't know what your problem is with Gotham. Because we talked about Gotham earlier in, in And you on were the on podcast. my side. Yeah, I hadn't seen it yet. Uh, I've only seen the first and one. Then, no, there's your issue. Sir. Oh, yeah. No, it's my fault for being like, this sucks. I should watch some more. <laughs> the pilot is not the show. The pilot is the first episode, and then everyone goes, by the way, you got to knock this crap off. It's terrible. And they're like, all right. We're, it was, we we're get just, it. We've we're read. trying stuff. We were born in America. I know who Catwoman is. You don't gotta... Yeah, it was a little spoon-feedy. That's all gone. There's lots of references still, but it it all makes sense in the timeline now. Because, like, th- there's a drug that comes out that makes you really strong when you, when you take it. Mm-hmm. And it's called Venom? Venom. No, no, it's called Viper. It's called Viper. Ooh. And then they, they basically say, eventually it becomes Venom. And I was like, all right, timeline that all makes sense. This is all really, ma- this is all good. Uh, you know, and the problem was it killed you when you took it. Because you got so strong that you didn't have enough calcium to hold your body together. That's science. The first time you see a person take the drug, they go into a convenience store and steal an ATM. Like, just the whole thing. <laughs> But the clerk comes out and attacks him with a baseball bat, and the dude steals it and breaks it over his leg. And I went, ha! That's a nerd reference that only I got. Because it's a bat. It's a broken bat. That wasn't pandering to people. That wasn't jamming it in your face. That was a subtle thing. They figured it out. And the rest of the episodes have been following that format of, there's some stuff that it's like, okay, I get what you're doing. Uh the only time they still do it is with the Riddler, and it's gotten to the point where it's hilarious. Because there was literally in the last episode of Gotham, uh, Bullock's just trying to do stuff, and the Riddler's like, okay, so you have a wolf, a goat, and a cabbage, and you have to get across the river. And he's like, dude, the riddles, stop! Do you want to know the answer? I'll tell you the answer. You take the cab. No, stop! So they've gone into parody with the Riddler, which is great. And they've made me care about the Penguin, which is something I've never done, ever, is care about the Penguin. You're spitting right in the face of Danny DeVito, and I don't know if I yeah. like it. Yeah. I didn't, like, I saw Batman Returns and Michelle Pfeiffer's in it as Catwoman, so I didn't even know the Penguin was in it. <laughs> My favorite villain is uh, Christopher Walken. I forget... Ma- Mayor Max Shrek. Yeah. Yes. People are always, they talk about the two villains, and I'm like, well, who else was in it with with Walken? <laughs> He's the villain. He orchestrates the whole movie, and then he doesn't get away. But I don't want to spoil Batman Returns. <laughs> Spoilers! What? 
Oh, yeah. That's you. That's what you sound like. <laughs> really? I, was gonna, I thought I used more English. <laughs> I was going to do more jokes, but I hurt my voice on the screen. <laughs> so I'm just going to say, hey, Craig, what you reading? Uh, so I haven't read a book in a little bit. The last book that I read was back in August. Oh, wow. This is all actually going to seem planned, too. It's going to sound like I'm smart and I wanted to come back around to well, this. Well, now it won't. But... <laughs> Uh, the last book that I read is called Evo Moment number 37. Uh, it's written by a guy named Glenn Cravens. And so that sentence probably didn't sound like English to all of you, mm-hmm. but you've all seen it. Evo Moment number 37 is the Daigo parry from Third Strike. It's the most viewed video game moment in history. Have you ever seen a video of two guys playing Street Fighter Three Third Strike and the Ken character parries every single hit of oh, Chun-Li? Yes, of course yes. you have. Yeah, because you've been on the internet before. Yeah. You've seen this. I'm, so, I'm still going to go with Leroy Jenkins as the most viewed video <laughs> game yeah. moment of all that time. Got, that's been referenced on The Daily Show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it might not be the most popular thing. It might not have like penetrated the culture that way, but it's... Uh, it's definitely the most seen thing of any like esports video yeah. ever. <laughs> so uh, this book is basically written about the backstory of that moment and how that moment happened and the competitors. And yeah, I can't really recommend this book to a lot of people. For me, it's really super interesting to to get into the head of this stuff and uh, to see so much research and data compiled about like what this is. About one moment of a fighting game. Yeah, that's but actually really cool. And it it really is. And if you're in like if you're on the fence about it, you might not like it, but it'll be what you want it to be. If if you're into it, it's just the best. If you're not into it at all, like this is going to be horrible. The entire book is going to be pages of like, <laughs> then he did a dragon punch, and I here's why. <laughs> and here's the philosophy of why he would do a dragon punch there. <laughs> so, cool book. Only but. Got, it's got a four str- uh, frame recovery. and Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. Hey, you're you, yeah. That I'm using there. correct terms. Bravo, bravo. <laughs> So, yeah, just that, and I've been reading the uh, the 08 arc of Guardians of the Galaxy, um, slowly catching up on that, and I really, really like that. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I am Groot. <laughs> Will, what you reading? Uh, I, I read this forever, just stuff kept coming up I wanted to talk about, because DC had said they were going to do a Suicide Squad movie, and I okay. was like, what is that? And so I read some of it, and then I, I kind of got... I liked the, the premise that they... Uh, it was kind of started as an explanation as to why people keep escaping prison in Batman's world and how he's like he just lets that happen and apparently <laughs> people that get sent to Arkham are crazy people get sent to well, they're all insane but they get sent to uh uh Belrev ah the one no the one I read was Belrev prison prison and then they basically start it's the thunderbolts for DC I don't, I don't know who did it first but they take the prisoners and they're like all right you can go fight crime and then we'll let you just do your thing until you break the law again which you inevitably will but we'll let the program go cuz otherwise they'll cut our funding <laughs> and we really need the money so go f- kind of fight crime and uh what I, it was it's a cool series i didn't read a lot cuz i got hung up on this chick uh you may know her as the joker's daughter Okay, and her. It doesn't spoil anything. Don't yell spoilers, crowd! I'll get it makes so mad, so angry. Uh, <laughs> she and so I, I. Somebody had compiled her story. It's not like an official graphic novel. Just somebody online had done it. They just took all of her stuff and made a graphic novel of her. Okay, which was kind of cool. I was like, ah, oh, because that's what I want. I don't want to read a million things. Just well, who's this chick? And they're like, here she is. And her introduction is Duala Dent. Which I was like, right. that's a stupid name. 
and she's like, she's not the Joker's daughter. She's Harvey Dent's daughter. And you're like, all right. And she's, she starts. She joins Despite the team. looking like a steampunk Joker. Well, that's just now she changes her outfit to look like Two Face when they when she's like, no, I'm Two Face's daughter. Then throughout, she joins the Teen Titans. Throughout it, she becomes uh, uh, Riddler's daughter, Penguin's daughter, uh, Scarecrow. She just be, she embodies Who's banging the Penguin. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a, the point is that you realize that she's making all of this up. And if you don't find out till she, that she's Duella Dent until the end, and then later on, Robin finds her. They do a future thing, and he's for once sits down. He's like, "Wait a minute, you're too old to be Two Face's daughter." And she's like, "Yep." And he's like, "Who are you?" She's like, "Ah," and walks away. <laughs> <laughs> so she's just been some person this entire time. She's a cosplayer that's good at kickboxing. I was like, I because her name's Duella Dent. That's dumb. No, she's just some girl. Ooh, how interesting. <laughs> She's just a liar. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's that's awesome. She's actually really cool. She's my yeah. new favorite character. <laughs> I can't wait for her to come back as Solomon Grundy's daughter. Yeah, <laughs> that's fantastic. I want to have to check this out now. Uh, so, guys, we're going to Weirdsville. Ooh, uh, not for the reasons you think. Uh, I took a break from House of Leaves. <laughs> Weird crowd reaction. Unique weird to Um Because I don't think I've, I've told anyone this, but uh, I was listening to... I listened to a lot of podcasts and... No, you've uh, mentioned. I mentioned that. You mentioned. And uh, I, I listened to this really interesting one with Sinbad. The sailor? Not the sailor. Damn. The comedian. It's never the sailor. And you have to leave the nautical jokes for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks. Were you about <laughs> to? Like, ah, this, ah, son of a this bitch. This is my moment. I guess I'll cross that off. Like... <laughs> Have a lot of Sinbad jokes. <laughs> hold on to. It's not really a you know rich material area. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. do you want me to say it again? And I can edit. No, it. No, no. Right. Just make them sound like me, <laughs> or the other way around. So I was listening to Sinbad, and uh, he talked about how he could astral project. Ooh! <laughs> and I was like, if Sinbad can do it, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can do it. <laughs> So I've been reading up on astral projection for the last, like, three and a half months and have told nobody because it's weird to mm-hmm. do that. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I'm, and I didn't want to say out loud, yeah, I've been trying to leave my body. Um, uh, basically, my, my theory so far is it's just a lucid dream. Yeah. Uh, but took a nap today. Had a super lucid dream that I need to just share. Uh, because basically, I, I got all these great techniques on how I do this. And uh, went to sleep, and I literally thought there was an earthquake into the point that I felt my teeth rattle. Like, I felt the bed shake, I felt my body shake, and I felt like my teeth clang together. I felt it, like, in my bones. I felt all these things. And then I was like, man... I feel like I'm on a roller coaster. Click, I was on a roller coaster. And just like riding a roller coaster. I was riding uh, the Great White down in uh, Wildwood, Wildwood mm-hmm. which tells me that it's a lucid dream because there's no way that thing's running right now. <laughs> there's no way I astral projected to the. Or that that's the roller coaster you would want to be on. <laughs> oh, <boom>. <laughs> <laughs> this is crappy. Oh, that would be so great if I if I gained 
terrible ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Powers. It kind of did what you wanted, but in like the most poverty way. Yeah. I'm hungry. So Arby's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is the worst. Wait, trick or meat, trick or meat. No, I'm driving away. I already have the sandwich. <laughs> Naked celebrities. Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> this is terrible. But yeah, I, I had my first like real powerful lucid dream, and it freaked me the hell out. So I thought I would talk about it on a podcast because it seemed like a nice supportive. Well, if you if you want some practice, do it. Can you do it consciously or? Here's here's how it goes. Gabe. All right, I'm gonna, on. I'm gonna tell you the secrets. Uh, <laughs> it works best when you're taking a nap, like not when you're actually just going to sleep. Uh, so uh, one technique is set your alarm for like a few hours before you're supposed to get up. Wake yourself up and then do this. And then we're getting into some weird science mm-hmm. game. Uh, don't a- call it science. Please don't call it science. No, no, this, 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 is, this, this part's going to be science. Uh, I t- Take an object, and when you lay down, hold that object, and then don't move your hand. Your body, uh, when it's touching something, if it touches the same thing for a while, it kind of turns off your feeling of touch. The same way that if you wear a, a watch, you're not constantly feeling your watch or the elastic around your socks. Things like that. So when you do this, I can't believe I'm explaining this. When you do this, hold your object and focus really hard on how it feels. And basically, your mind is locked on this one tiny thing. And that's how the thing you're touching feels. Meanwhile, your subconscious is trying to shut that one thing down. And since that's like the one thing that you're locked on, your body kind of goes to sleep, but your brain stays awake. I'd rather watch Jingle all the way. I think. <laughs> Just, uh, well, that's that's what I'll do next time I, I ask for project. Will you yeah. hold a Jingle all the way before <laughs> you go to sleep? You hold a, a Power a Man. Power Man, yes. Yeah, hold a Power Man doll. Uh, well, next time anyway, I, I have a Necronomicon, and there's a part where you you set up a ritual, and you if you get someone that can natural project, supposedly you go out. No one will do Necronomicon stuff with me. I will. I mean, I'm studying. It. You say you, you say that like it's like really odd, though. You're like, no one will do this with me. Like, yeah, I mean, generally, to, I don't know. To me, I have such a half belief of all supernatural. So to me, I'm okay. like, this will be fun, but it's garbage. Now, will people not try it with you because they they're think afraid? It's, they're goofy. It's or they're, not like oh, this okay. is a waste of time. It's like no, I don't want to mess with it. I'm like. With this book I bought from uh, from the Borders Express, <laughs> I don't know how much power they hide inside the Borders Express. <laughs> it's Halloween. Do you have it on you? We could be doing spells right now. Uh, no, I have it at my house. Mm. It I, is. I thought somebody well, was like, they have the Necronomicon at Borders. I'm like, no way. <laughs> and I went up to the lady and I was like, I'm looking for the Necronomicon. I thought she'd like shut the the gate they have at the mall and like move a bookshelf. And there'd be like a, spi- a, spar- a spiral staircase down with cobwebs and torches. And she'd pull it out of a safe. Now nah, she takes me to fiction, uh, paperback. And it's got it's got pink on the cover, so like really disappointing overall. <laughs> I'm trying to go get it. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Sorry, All tried. Right. All right. Well, I know this isn't my show, but there's also no way that I'm letting you off the hook with all of that. Oh, so yeah. easy. So future <laughs> plans for yeah. astral projection. Like, are you yeah. going to keep pursuing this? Yeah. To be honest, <laughs> if, if nothing else, it's a good nap. Like, <laughs> when it, whenever nap time is over, I wake up like that was a good nap. It puts you to sleep like super. <laughs> I well. am all powerful. <laughs> like if you, if you all got, the powers of Sinbad. <laughs> do you dress like Sinbad when you astrally <laughs> do you project? Put one earring in. <laughs> do you get like 
chest high pants and like <laughs> multicolored shirts. He is my spiritual guide in these yeah. journeys. <laughs> Sinbad is my spirit animal. <laughs> He's your Virgil. Well, there's a few like there's some audio stuff you can listen to, and while you're Sinbad, doing it, there, there's old stand-up <laughs> tapes from the eighties. And this is where I would do a joke. I don't know anything he's ever said. <laughs> I was, <laughs> was going to say, this is the only time where like women be shopping is appropriate, right? Like, wasn't, wasn't that a Sinbad? Probably. Well, I, like, I listen to these audio things, and they put me to sleep real well. But, they, but at one point, they... S- <laughs> at one point, it says, it's like, you will astro project. Pick where you'd like to travel to. I'm like I don't I don't know where to go. My my house. No, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Above my house. Yeah, flying's cool. Well, <laughs> I'll go see Will. I don't know what Will's doing. Eh. So now it's safe to assume you don't want to see it. <laughs> Maybe I should pick Sinbad's house and just be like, "It works, thanks, Sinbad." <laughs> what he's going to be idea. like, "Welcome to my street that I live on now," because <laughs> I'm homeless. <laughs> Because I'm a Welcome failure. Welcome to the Delaware suburbs. <laughs> I manage an old Navy. No, he manages his daughter. It's, she's a singer. That's what she does now. I asked All him right. in a dream. <laughs> <laughs> I get that it's weird. She won't let me open for her. I know it's weird, gang, but I See, thought I'd share. It did work in the way that we described, where it's like it's kind of what you want. Like you're going toward, <laughs> yeah. towards comedy aspirations, but in a poverty way. Sinbad's <laughs> like, no, like you are opening for Sinbad's <laughs> daughter. Oh man, <laughs> what happened? All right, well, I would like it if you kept this up. Like mm-hmm. I think this no, is yeah, genuinely yeah. interesting. Yes, and then yeah, if you can if you can do this like for Wait, a Twitch stream. Are you going to be at my home on Saturday? Yes, I am. I'll bring. We'll get the Necronomicon out. You can come. You'll be probably busy, but if you were here when Saturday? the idea was produced, was that what it was? Saturday? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we live stream Saturday, but I can do Saturday night. We can astrally project a Necronomicon. Oh, cool. Sure. Well, we that could send good. him over to your show if he's. Yeah, there float, we go. Floating out there in the ether. <laughs> come to. It is all Saints Day. Come to the, the broadcasting school in Cherry Hill. Float your way there. You won't <laughs> there need a key. <laughs> Well, maybe when we when I go to your house on Saturday, we'll pick a spot, and it'd be like, when I astral project, this is where you go, and leave me a note like in that spot, and I'll try to Ooh. I'll try to fly there and read it. I like this, awesome. All right, experiments <laughs> in the supernatural with plus two comedy. That being said, hey, what video games do you play? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, man, if there was some game with astral projection, yeah, that you could name. <sighs> I, I feel like there. I feel like there's some garbage Obscure. Japanese PS2 game. The the driver, the new driver. Yeah, you become that eyeball. You float no, the, around. Wait, the driver. You guys remember this? The car game. Yeah, when driver came back, you play a guy in a coma. Yeah, and you switch in between people. You float out. You're like an eyeball, and you uh, zombie zoom you? around. Zombie you? I think also kind of. Right? Is that true? Bat- Battlefield Two, Beyond Two Souls, maybe. No, Beyond Two Souls Souls? is about ghost belts. Um, Oh, no, excuse me. (laughs) Is that like the really haunted area in the Midwest, like the ghost belt? (laughs) 
That chick's <laughs> uncle in... A their their only life. export is ghost hunting uh, TV shows. I so badly not... I, I don't want it to be a garment that sees ghosts, <laughs> but that's what it is. Like, that's what Two Souls is. That's what Beyond is. I just is. bought it. I mean, it's definitely not about garment ghosts. It's <laughs> definitely about other stuff. I haunt a belt buckle. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I have been playing Sunset Overdrive. Oh, really? Which is just out of this world. Out of this world great? good, yeah. And I've been, if you listen to the show, you know that all year I've always liked the vibe of Sunset Overdrive. Yeah. I so love that video it's, game. well, I love Insomniac first because I'm huge on the Ratchet yeah. and Clank games. And I've been oh, waiting yeah. for them to kind of like let loose for a while. Because whatever they've done with the past, like, I don't know, 75 Ratchet games that Sony has clearly had them on contract for, they've all been fine, but they feel, I feel like Insomniac got uh, boxed in. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is their first chance to like really let it rip. And they do, and it works. And it's, uh, I was scared this game wasn't going to pan out because of the structure. The entire time, I'm like, what is this game? Is it just Crackdown? Like, I could never get a feel on what this game is. And to a degree, yeah, it kind of is Crackdown. It's this open world mess around game. Mm -hmm. But all of it is themed on all of your combat and all of your staying alive has to be while you're in motion. You have to be grinding on stuff. You have to be in the air. You have to be bouncing around. Okay. And it, it sounds kind of like a, you know, maybe like a Tony Hawk or like a Jet Set mixed jet with set an open radio world, is the which, one is, I thought of. which is what a lot of people are comparing it to. But it doesn't feel that way. It just feels like, it feels like, and this is going to sound corny, but it's really an evolved I sense. just said I flew. <laughs> I think you're fine. <laughs> yeah, but in like a corporate way. Like I, I sound corny in like a way I'm trying to sell a video game. Um, but yeah, it uh, it feels like they really evolved combat for like a third person game by making you, making you think that you have to be moving the entire time. Like okay. there is, if you sit on the ground and play it the way that you would any other third person action game or shooter, you will be dead in an instant. Like literally an instant. It's designed around beating you in the head, saying "Get up there, dummy! Move! Do cool <laughs> stuff." And okay. that that coupled with how hysterically funny that game is. Like earlier yeah. today, I was actually wiping tears out of my eyes because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I wish when you came on the show and we talked about funny video games, Noah, I wish this existed or had come out at that yeah. point because this would be something we would be talking about between the fourth wall breaking that is done excellently. Yeah, that's what it looked like. And um, just some of the fun stuff because of the apocalypse. Uh, there's all these like factions of people who you kind of have to get along with or do quests for. Like one of them is a group of LARPers <laughs> that have completely lost their minds because of the apocalypse and they've all just shut in together and like they refuse to think that they're out of the 18th century uh and it's just all like i don't want to spoil anything and all of the fun that comes with don't spoil anything (laughs) but the the thing that's really doing it for sunset overdrive for me is like the subtle little references it's the most self-referential and like I don't even know how to describe it. Like, of all of the things they've referenced in that game between Game Facts, Reddit, like, Bill and really? Ted. Really? Yeah. Like, by name. Bill and Ted, uh, Nosferatu. It's just solid Nosferatu reference. <laughs> It's yeah. it's so good. It's so good. It's such a likable game. And in, in a year where it really, you know, of of the Game Boat official opinion, I know Mike and I both feel this way, it's really been a bummer year for video games. Yeah. Um, this is a game that... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, this is a well, game... there's been nothing that's like, I need to buy a new system. Yeah. Mm, the the next me. gens, both of them are really disappointing. I think the future of both of them is really shaky. Uh, and in the meantime, even the stuff that's coming, even the exclusive stuff, it's like more of the same. It's like, okay, here's more Uncharted. Okay, here's another Dark Souls mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Um, 
this feels unique. This feels like it stands out and it's happy and it's bright and it's colorful and it's fun and it's just like wow, where has this game been all year? And like where has where are these types of games on the new systems? Super good. Can't recommend it enough. Unless it turns out to be like the back half of it is really bad, and then I don't recommend that. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happened to me when I was talking about Tomb Raider on your show. Like, right, this is great. I hope it never ends. <laughs> when is this going to end? <laughs> hey, Will, I know the answer to this question. You sure do. You, what you play? What you uh, been playing? I played all of Mega Man X. <laughs> I don't regret it. It was a fun game, and it was fun to transform from. I'm not. I don't play a lot of platformers. I didn't play a lot of old platformers. So, for, like, enraged at the concept. The fact that me jumping on something's head didn't kill it. It hurt me. It hurt me. <laughs> Was ridiculous. And then by the, after way too long, but like 20, 19, 20 hours of Mega Man, I was like sliding and jumping and like nothing was touching me. What? It felt like 30, so. <laughs> but the, yeah, and to get everything, it actually, it is as good as everybody says. Like it's short for a video game, not for one sitting, but for a video game. And you do you like you transform over time. You collect all the stuff. You look different by the end. You've learned how to become more badass. Like the mechanics don't change. They don't just say you're better. You actually change. it's everything that Ego Raptor said it was. Yeah, I don't, like I can't. <laughs> he summed it up perfect. And there's no there's no better way to describe it. So just watch the video. That's my opinion now. Or play the game. Yeah, <laughs> or play the, if you want to play a game. How is that summed up? I'm curious. Uh, basically, it no, that's stuff I said, but better worded. Oh, okay, it explains how it perfectly sets up the story in an era that there's not a lot of story mm. being mm-hmm. told. It perfectly sets up that uh, you are not as strong as Zero, but you will be, and that is your journey. Okay, and in doing that, you'll eventually defeat. In a, a very uh, the ego raptor rag he rags on uh, instructions like well let's get started in the game Tutorial. press A to yeah. do this like you you start where you can't go left you have to go right so you're like I'll be going right a lot in this game uh, there's only two buttons eventually you'll figure out to shoot there's a thing in your way you got to jump so through the gameplay you learn everything you need to do yeah. and that's yeah check a out sequelitis it it's one of the best examinations of video games hmm. out there. Okay, I all will. three episodes, <laughs> but it's really. But good. I still have a numb D pad. Oh yeah, right D pad button this spot like in my, my thumb. Th- my nail hurts from pressing <laughs> the button so far. Because uh, I'm going to go through this real quick. But uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on the NES. There's a weird feeling in me since I didn't beat it that I kind of want to go back and play it and beat it. <laughs> Because I know I can at this point. I I got to the end, and it's just brutal and mean and not fun. The end of it is not fun because it's just enemy waves. It turns into kung fu is what it does. It turns into kung fu. There's no fun platforming or anything like that. It's just here's more enemies that suck. And uh, Donnie, only useful turtle. <laughs> Everyone else is useless. It's Especially just, Raphael. Oh God! Like, of all the useless, he's the most. No, he in an to, age of useless turtles, he was the he most had to useless. Be in very, very important job of taking the hit. <laughs> it's like ah, take the hit, Raph. Go, oh, good. Ah, oh, thank God. <laughs> when you're almost dead, it'll be Michelangelo's turn. <laughs> uh, yeah, but Ninja Turtles beatable, difficult, awful. Don't play it. I'm going to beat it soon. I promise. <laughs> 
watch all of this on YouTube. Uh, we got to play a game, gang, because we end all of our podcasts with a game. Uh, this week, we were supposed to give these away, and we didn't, so I'm going to give them away now. Uh, okay. We got these Grand Theft... I have a, a Grand Theft Auto Five poster. It's a two-sided and another identical oh, it's poster. it's inside the other so, one. So... You can win two Should've Grand let be surprised. Theft Auto 5 posters. So there those are. Greg, what did you bring? Okay, so my prize for you all is a uh, three-in-one magic joy box, and as established earlier, not a sex toy. I know. It just sounds like it would be. <laughs> so the purpose of this is it's a USB port that takes GameCube controllers, PlayStation 1 and 2 controllers, and original Xbox controllers. And why you would ever do that is to remap buttons for Steam games and play them on these controllers. Ooh. Now, the reason I brought... Yeah, that's rad in and of itself. The reason yeah. I brought we this here... We gotta win this week. Well, <laughs> no... <laughs> Is so dive kick as mentioned earlier, a two button fighting game where the only controls are one button to dive and one button to kick means that if you buy dive kick on Steam and you use this and you plug in Donkey Konga bongos, you can now <laughs> bongo dive and kick, and video games will never ever well, get why better you're than so that. Good. <laughs> That does sound amazing. I do. I go into a steam room and I just train that way, and <laughs> my, my my senses are heightened, and it's the only, it's the only way to get good. Like, yeah, you guys laugh, but I see nothing but diving and kicking right now. I see nothing else. See, well, you were on the search for the the most fun game ever. Yes, and if, if you don't start making videos of that, I'm going to steal. This I know, I know, game. I know. We start Saturday. Oh, really? Yeah, we're streaming it. We start streaming again Saturday. I want to play. Yep. You're you going to have what a Noah Astral Projection show up. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to search for the most Astral Projection game in the universe. <laughs> so, well, what are you playing on Saturday? So, uh, we're still kicking around some stuff, but basically what this is going to end up being is we had made this this feeling forever that we kind of wanted to make like a Saturday morning show. Okay. Um, and like as you guys probably know, Saturday morning cartoons are like now off of network television, mm-hmm. which is yeah. up a, such it's a over. bummer. So what I think we're going to do is we're going to stream like Saturday morning into Saturday afternoon, and I think we're going to play a new game, some mix of like some of the most fun stuff in the universe, and then I want to make it a point to play like a Saturday morning type of game, so like a Chippendales or uh, I have a like Ninja a Turtles or <laughs> Ninja Turtles. You want to play, play Ninja, Ninja Turtles? Turtles on the NES? Yeah. <laughs> I can give you some some, some Aladdin, right? Aladdin right, but Snez Aladdin because Genesis Aladdin is for heathens. Yep. Yeah, for heathens. Mm-hmm. I won't even hear it. It's not. This is not I, one of those I times. Concur. No, this is not one of those times where you get to have an opinion. You either. Stand, we all agreed no, with you. you st- let me stand for justice. <laughs> <laughs> let me draw the line in the sand. You're fighting. Did somebody say spoiler? <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Like, so, it's right. not a disputed. Nobody was like, I think Nazi Germany was pretty cool. <laughs> no! No! But these monsters exist. <laughs> They're out there. And I have to make sure I'm never in a room with them. But I would know because I see nothing but diving and kicking. I would know to kick those people. So <laughs> I'm good. We're square. So, yeah, that's what's going on Saturday. So Saturday mo- uh, mornings and afternoons from now on, twitch.tv slash gameboat. We'll be having cool. some fun. I have to put that up. To play host versus guest versus audience, we need an audience member, but they need to bring a guest. A guest. I guess themselves. Bring someone else to book on this. No, they need a (laughs) a prize as well for us to win. What did you guys bring this week? I am seeing Top Gun on VHS. That's not a... uh, Space Jam. Oh, the stars of Space Man. So it's just Tasmanian Devil cartoons, but they slapped Space Jam on it. That's so fraudulent. Bigger than anything. (laughs) Space Jam! It's side cartoon. I was so excited before that was described. I'm like, I've never seen the solo spinoff Space Jam. Starring Bill Murray's cousin. (laughs) 
I'm seeing a lot of Batman. Is that one prize? Yeah. All right. The... That's all of the 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 Joel Schumacher slash not Joel Schumacher. Bat- Tim Burton. Oh, Tim Burton, Joel Schumacher. Yeah, Tim Burton was the good ones. I'm sorry. Yeah. Joel Schumacher, He's Batman done a couple movies, of good and a Batman action figure. <laughs> However, the movies are all on VHS. Uh, and it appears a tape. A lesbianist. That's not a bad word. Lesbian, I think we can get away with. Yeah, that's the word I said. I didn't want you to give any more detail. No, I said the name. All right, so it's a lesbian VHS tape. It's for education. But yeah, but what kind of tape is it? Uh, I don't think we should go into detail. Uh, anything else? No. You put no, that down. That's not yours. No. All right, the choice is yours, Greg. Would you like to play? For yeah, there's the- no way I'm not going for the educational film. No. Right. So. You can't have it. <laughs> All right, put that filthy thing up here. <laughs> I it, thought you weren't talking about what was on there. It might be a murder movie. You don't know. God, I'm going to be so pissed if it is. Well, well you're really. going to be killed. Is what's Audience happen. member, please introduce yourself. Oh. Hey, it's Chuck. Get it. Turn you your mic on. You mic on? It. It's you on. All right, you're really quiet. I'm, up there. I'm, I'm sorry. There you go. All right, we're going to play a game that I'm surprised we have not played yet. Uh, we're going to play a version of a game that we I love. This is Did This Really Happen Gaming Edition. Ooh. I'm so I, sorry, guys. I will give you a fact. You need to simply tell me, did this really happen? Uh, so I, I've got them on cards. They're all mixed up, so I don't know how many like it's happening. We're going to get in a row, so do not use that as your guide. Uh, everyone will get the answer every question, and I'll reveal the answer after everyone's guessed. And we'll start with Chuck on this one. Chuck, yeah. did this really happen? There is an Easter egg in the iToy video game Antigrav, where if you appear naked, it will tell you to put clothes on. <laughs> did that really happen? Yes. Chuck thinks it happened. Greg, do you think that happened? Yes. Greg thinks it happened. I'm going to say no. Yeah, I had this game. I was a, This was my <laughs> I favorite was naked all the time. game. <laughs> I used to live with Noah. It's Is true. this tape you playing that game? <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you right now, that Easter egg does not exist on oh, it. Yeah. I made that one up because it's my favorite iToy game. All right, next one. We're going to start with Greg on this one. Uh we all know that uh, Super Mario Brothers 2 is actually a reskin of Doki Doki Panic, but there's actually an Easter egg about Doki Doki Panic that is revealed if you beat the game only using Toad. Hmm. Did I make that up, or did that actually happen? I'm going to say no. Greg doesn't believe me. I'm going to say yes. Will does, though. <laughs> I'm going to say no. I made that one up as ah. well. Yeah. That did not happen. So, we got a tie game. Uh, Did this really happen? Uh, Core, which is a a company, uh, Core Design, uh, was flooded with requests for a Tomb Raider nude code. Uh, So, when they made the second Tomb Raider, they actually leaked a nude code, but it really just makes Lara Croft explode. Will, did that really happen? I I think it did. I think I remember that happening. Chuck? Uh, that did not happen. Did not happen. No. Greg? No. No, that actually happened. Oh, they leaked a yeah. code that was a fake code that murdered Laura Croft. That. I didn't know 
that. Game Edition. Okay. Informer, yeah, I think I remember thing. Game Informer, but I think they were they lied about it. They lied, about, but there's a fake two, Tomb Raider two code that wow. makes Lara Croft explode. Huh? Yeah, I thought it was fun. Uh, we start with Chuck on this one. Uh, Yoshi's full name is T. Yoshisur Munchakupas. True? <laughs> yes, Mr. Munchakupa is correct. I'm, I'm going to go with yes. Yes, that is his actual <laughs> name. I was sure until Greg's confidence. Uh, <laughs> I know. It's th- you see the world differently, don't you? Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> so is he related to the Koopas? Or are they like a... Uh, no, no, he munches the Koopas. He munches Koopas. No, but it's his last name. It's not a description. It's a last name. No, your last name describes what you do. Uh, he's like a <laughs> miller. Yeah. Like a, yeah. Like a smithy. <laughs> a That's why I'm always hula Whose last name is Smithy? <laughs> That's an awesome last name. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. We st- all right, we start with Greg on this one. Uh, Courtney Cox, the star of Friends, actually used to work for Bethesda. 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 These are good questions. <laughs> Did that actually happen? I want to say no. Nope. I also want to say no. No. Mm, I'll say yes. Yeah, she used nice. to work for Bethesda in the 1980s. Doing <laughs> what? What did she do? Yeah, I don't. I didn't have that information, <laughs> but I do know that she threw a big party when uh, uh, Fallout Three came out. They huh. did, she did a big thing for their launch. There. Well, she dated David Arquette. Yes, for forever, and he was oh, the biggest, yeah. who, hottest nerd of all time. Yeah. <laughs> who worked for Bethesda? Yeah. As well, did he? Apparently. Did he? He did yeah. voice work for he, them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. That I, I knew he did voice work. All right, starting with who do we start with? This one, Will. Sure. Will. Okay. Uh, the Atari Mindlink. Is a controller for the 2600 that you wear on your head that lets you control games with your mind. Yes. Will believes in the yes, mind. Yes, it is. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with no. No. Yes. Oh. That is a real controller. It didn't actually let you use your mind. More of using your eyebrows. It was more of the game boat of its time. Yeah, I was gonna say. I used to. We already talked about it. It's like the power go. This doesn't do anything. No, it doesn't. <laughs> you bought it though. <laughs> hey Chuck. Yeah. The instruction manual for Duck Hunt reveals that the game is actually a dream the dog is having. That did happen. Chuck says it did happen. Greg, what do you think? No. Greg doesn't believe it. I want to say no. I keep, I don't like having the same answer so as Greg all the time. Yeah, it's bothering me. But, <laughs> it's, uh, but I'm going to go with no. No, nah, I made that one up. <laughs> points for Will. Points for Greg. I mean, it's a good strategy. It is. Right. Follow it is Greg a and steal his answer. <laughs> These have been genuinely good questions, though. Yeah, uh, thank the you. The, only, right, I did the only one I knew with certainty was Mr. Munchakupa. <laughs> really? <laughs> Which is a sentence I never thought I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, Greg, in uh, the original version of the Ice Climbers, you clubbed baby seals. Define clubbed. Uh, with a mallet. <laughs> a wooden mallet. <laughs> Malleted. True. Maladated. True, 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 yes. See, well, I want to say it's true. It's not, I felt that way before he answered. <laughs> we it's believe true. you. Thank you. We believe you, Will, who's ahead of Greg by one point. Yeah. Mm. So I can't just be copying them. I'm doing better. Chuck. True. 
That is true. The Yay. original version had you clubbing seals, and they were like, we should change that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Japan. <laughs> hey, we got to start with Will in this one. All right. This is your chance, Greg. Uh, a throwaway line in uh, Crash 3 Warped reveals that when you die, you're actually being replaced by a Crash clone. I gotta see what Greg's face looks Poker like. Face, man. How do you feel about that one? Dive kick world you champion. Feeling a yeah? <laughs> you feeling a yeah to that? I think. I, I think. Mean, is I think, there any way to know? I think Greg's gonna say yes, so I will also say yes. Okay, that's a good strategy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say no. Jack says no. I don't feel confident about that though. Yeah, I think it did happen, but to try and win. Uh, oh, strategy! Come uh, on. I hate this. I, if I knew how many questions. I, I don't I feel like it I did happen. I, I feel like that's a yes, but I don't want to do it. Let me gamble. So you're gonna are you saying no? Uh, are you saying yes? What are you doing? I'm gonna say yes. Uh, that didn't happen. I made that up. Really? See, it I love like, that game. I thought Neo did say that at some point. It sounds like something that's that, that game good, would do. It's a good made up thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, there's other games that did it, but Crash is not one of them. It's hard to remember everything that Dr. N yelled at me. <laughs> yeah, that whole game era I checked, like but I if, unless it's super throw I'm not arguing it. I'm not arguing it. I hope I didn't make up something that happened. <laughs> <laughs> There's one guy. Li- no! protection. Uh, so, Chuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's a naked woman hidden in Kirby's adventure. Ooh. Uh, it is from Japan. True. Greg? I feel like I would know that. I'm going to say no. Do you know that? Greg says no. I'm going to say no. I'm, I'm going to say yeah, because I, I just don't want it to seem like I'm stealing. Yeah, anything. in the bonus levels, Yay! when what? you jump, there's a pixelated naked woman. Yeah. Wow. Did no one know this? Now who's got a game boat? I want... <laughs> Yeah, there's a naked woman. It's wow. ba- it's just like a few pixels, but it definitely makes boobs and stuff. It makes boobs, guys. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> it makes boobs. So, so Greg, uh, Burger King was actually going to release five games originally. Oh, yeah. There was going to be a first-person shooter where you shot ketchup as Whopper Jr., and then there was a game that was similar to Diner Dash. Yes. Yes. That did happen. I'm going to go with no. No, I made those games up. Ah, Greg, come on! (laughs) Sorry. It was a five-part game series, though. If if that was true, we would have talked about it, because I love the Burger King games. I love Burger Stock. It was was, was Sneaking, Big Bumpin', and... That racing game. There was a race cart one, too, right? What was the laser hockey? Was that from Burger King? I think you're thinking of Big Bumpin' because we, we only did oh, the hockey. It was, a, it was like a mini bike game, right? Yeah. Yeah, what was it? Oh, man. No, Co- we played a game that was like laser hockey. Yeah, that was Big Bumpin'. That was part of Big... That was, that was awesome. That was a great game. Yeah. I was Thanks a lot, of Burger Bumpin'. King. <laughs> so, Greg, no. So, Will, yes. 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 No. no. What? This is my answer. Yes, Will. No. <laughs> saying no. No. <laughs> saying no. No, I had a time. Going all in. Uh, <laughs> the game Golden Axe is voiced entirely by death row inmates. Ooh, that sounds fun. But I'm going to say no. Will says no. Chuck. Hmm, uh, yeah. Will, uh, Chuck says yes. Question. <laughs> yes with a question mark. <laughs> I'm into desperation time because I, I don't think that's true, but I'm going to say yeah. Ooh. 
That is 100% true. Really? Yeah, wow. entirely voiced. The American version or the Japanese version? I <laughs> didn't look into it that far. Or, yeah, did they get multiple? <laughs> is it <laughs> death row in every international? Uh, the scores are wrong. What? Uh-oh. The Naked Ladies Dreamland 2, not Adventure. Oh, oh, no. Give me them points, son. I, yeah, see, he knew there was no naked lady. I know where they're at. <laughs> <laughs> I forget who I gave points to, Will and Chuck, on that one. Yeah. All right, I'll fix it. Thanks, no, guys. those, yeah, come on. Way to go. Way to be a pal. There's a point for Greg. There, I fixed it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Who do I start with now, now that we're confused? Let's back here. Me. All right, let me put minus one next to Will and Chuck because there's no there's no <laughs> eraser. eraser on this. Bench. <laughs> Sorry. Hey Chuck. Yeah. Tiger Woods '99 was recalled because there was an offensive video hidden on the disc. What system was it on? Tiger Woods '99. All of them. It was on the PlayStation. Yes. 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 Yeah. The. Before it was recalled, the South Park pilot, Jesus versus Santa Claus, <laughs> was actually on the disc. I knew you could burn things onto them. So like they sure. just got the discs and put the game on top of it? or Yeah, uh, yeah it was tucked in the code. It, it, it's, it's like the like, only other one I've known. The code like is Phil called like, ZZ Dummy or something. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, so tell me, Greg. Yes. Uh, originally, Battletoads was planned to support four-player multiplayer. Jeez. Hmm. Oh, I feel like we talked about this. Because I think Double Dragon was. <laughs> I'm going to say no. Nope. Yeah, I'm going to say no. What, could you link systems back then? Nope. Chuck. What were you going to do uh, four players on? I'm going to go with no. Chuck is saying no. Everybody says no. And that's because I made it up. <laughs> How could you play four players? There was a four-player Nintendo that they came out with. Huh. Well, yeah. Who had a Nintendo and three friends? <laughs> you can't Not have me. Both, guys. Not me. Oh, yeah, I know everybody laughs at because Double Dragon 2, but it originally was supposed to be a four-player game. I had two friends. Two of us would play, and the other guy would be like, we don't like you that much. We wish you'd stop hanging around. <laughs> all right, that's all the questions. And we have a tie game. Oh. Between Greg and Chuck. Yeah. Oh, no. You're, you both have to watch right, the We play video. Dive Kick for our lives. No. You can win. That's Don't okay. let him do that. <laughs> no, that just means I got to take the old phone out. Uh. And we got to go to the tiebreaker round. And we got to pull up my IMDB app. <laughs> and we're going to play a game I'm called sure, Known For. Basically, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull up an actor here on IMDb. IMDb will then tell me the four movies or TV shows that they are best known for. Okay. The criteria for what makes them the most known for is based on nothing. We've done this a lot, and there is no pattern. Sometimes you start to feel like most recent. Not always no, true. Nothing. Nothing no. Because. I will give you a hint right now. If they were in Toy Story, that's on there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We did Michael Keaton last okay. week, and Beetlejuice was not one of them. Wow. Yeah, that's how... But Toy, Toy Story, Story was. was. What? Yeah, if you've watched Toy Story, it's on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes... 
Even if yeah, they're not in Toy sense. Story, yeah, it's still so there. He'll just okay. uncredited fan of Toy Story. <laughs> so let's see. I need a name. Who should I pull up here on the IMDb app? Who should oh, I do? Uh, Courtney Cox. We did bring up Courtney Cox. We'll do Courtney, Courtney Cox. Oh, do David Arquette. No, we're doing Courtney Cox. <laughs> Courtney Cox actually came up, so. Courtney Cox. No, I didn't want to Google Courtney Cox. <laughs> I wanted to IMDB Courtney Cox. Remember you, you Googled Courtney Cox and it was like, really? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah? All right. <laughs> All right, so I think we started with Greg on that one, so I think we got to start with Chuck. Uh, don't do this to me. Um, well, it's you know how it works. You have the advantage. I'm going to guess one movie. All right. Solid. Oh, wait, hold on. Real so, quick. Ba- oh, yeah, I didn't explain the rest <laughs> of the rules. You're going to bid name that tune style or how many you can name. If you can't go f- any higher, you will challenge. I understand. If they get it right, they win. If they get it wrong, the challenger will win. Okay. So this is one round for all the prizes. How many can you name? One. One. How many do you think you can name, Greg? Three. Challenge. Oh, oh. classic mistake. <laughs> We've tricked another mistake. new person so we can win a game to the rules we made up. <laughs> Don't you feel dumb. Okay, Greg. <laughs> Of the four things Courtney Cox is known for, how many can you name? Or no, no, I need three on, of the, the four things Courtney Cox is known for. Go okay, on. one is Friends. Okay, one is Cougar Town. Okay, and one is Scream. Excuse me, excuse me. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, quick question you have before to which before I lock in, if they're known for like a series, what you is have it? To specify which one? Garbage. Yeah, you you okay. have to specify because because I know Michael J. Fox is just known for the Back to the Future movies. And uh, the TV show. Two of the shows. three yeah. are only on there, I think. No, oh, it's, okay. it's all three. And no, not Spin City, the other one. Uh, West. Not no. West Wing. What the hell is the movie called? Michael P. Keaton. Oh, God. <laughs> what oh, God. Say? What are our 80 sitcoms? Oh. <laughs> Family Ties. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to. It's going to be Friends, Cougar Town, and Scream 2. If he nails all of those, I'll let him repick the scream. The four things. I'll let him date you. That's, <laughs> That's not up Courtney to you. Courtney Cox is known for R. Friends. Nice. Cougar Town. Nice. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. That would have been such a safer bet. And Scream. <sighs> Original Recipe. Why would you go with two? She had so much more screen time in the second one. I don't feel good about winning. (laughs) He's so close. (laughs) I don't feel good about this, guys. Do you want to go to extra innings and I'll pull someone? Let's do it again. Let's do it again. That That was so good. I don't feel good about this. (laughs) He nailed it. Yeah, nobody did. Everyone felt bad. brought him to the podcast, (laughs) tricked him into playing (laughs) our game, and he still would have (laughs) won. All right. Uh... This guy count came up in a roundabout way, so we'll pull him up. We're going to do Patrick Stewart. No, kind of. Days of Future Past came up. He's in it. Of the four things that uh, Patrick Stewart is known for, how many can you name Greg? We'll start with Greg this time. Two. Challenge. Two. 
right, you both did a. a Can good you say that into a microphone? Challenge. Okay, thank you. I don't know why your microphone is pointed in between your eyes. <laughs> That's not where you talk. So you can hear. <laughs> you can hear. Whoa! Projecting. Whoa! What's that? What did I do? Your soul is corrupted. What did I do? You projected in the microphone. You thought too hard. You thought too hard. Greg, I was astral projecting. I need two of the four things that Patrick Stewart is known for. Go. Okay. Um, can I go up and above and dunk too? Can I do three? Yeah. Okay. So here's Wait, the two. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So can I just make st- it harder? Star Trek: The Next Generation and X Men. Okay, those are your answers. Yes. Okay. X Men. X Men. X Men. X Men. Original. Okay. The four things that Patrick Stewart is most known for are Star Trek: The Next Generation, nice. X Men Two. Oh. Is this real life? It's not done. Star Trek: Final Contact. Why? And X Men. Oh. Yeah! Greg's our winner! Well played. Well played. Well played all around, sir. Well played all around. Thank you. Thank you. Will wins every game until a prize I want shows up. (laughs) (laughs) I want the murder tape! (laughs) So, uh, we lost our pornography. (laughs) Greg, or whatever's on that tape. Murder porn. You mean you missed the chance to educate yourself? Yeah. Inside jokes. Hey, I recorded your... I'll put oh, that good, at the end. Good. I'm glad I didn't go up over and dunk because I would have said Hamlet and I would have been dead wrong. Oh, yeah. yes, yeah. you would have mm-hmm. been. Mm-hmm. But, Greg, we got to get out of here. Okay. Anything you want to plug? So, um, Saturdays, we're going to start our stream back up again. Right. And uh, that'll be at twitch.com slash game... Or, excuse me, twitch.tv slash gameboat. And you can always find our site at www.game-boat.com. Uh, plug our Twitter because it's the only social media that I like and it's the only one that we know how to use and then if I quickly can it's going to get like super obnoxious between all of the people getting ready to ask for money for charity um, we're all such bad people trying to raise <laughs> money but uh, Movember is a cause that I oh, really yes. really like so uh, we're going to be doing Movember again and basically the way that we're going to do it is you're we're gonna, cheating you we're have a full beard right now. <laughs> yeah. but the mustache the, the, go bad, mustache? the bad stuff is coming in yeah. all right. uh, I'm a big Movember guy so what we're going to be doing throughout the month of November is celebrating the best mustaches in all of video gaming. We're going to be live streaming games with tremendous mustaches, mustache eye, if you will. And uh, so if you have good mustache related gaming knowledge, you know, feel free to drop a little bit of it on us. And then um, I would be... (laughs) I thought Revolver Ocelot's got a stash. That's a good one. That's a good one. I think Mike Mike Hagar might have the most powerful mustache in all of gaming, but that's just because Mike Hagar is so powerful. That he is pretty. The mayor of Earth. What about Mecha Hitler? Mm. Hmm. Mm. (laughs) An evil mustache. (laughs) Not the reaction (laughs) I expected. Mecha Hitler. (laughs) That was like a college think tank. Everyone was like, yes. We all forgot about Mecha Hitler. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then, yeah, so we're, we're putting together our next podcast show, which can be found on the site. And I would be remiss if I did not, uh, ask for some input for our next episode because we're struggling a little bit. So Shadow of Mordor has the most like hilariously bad ending of a video game I've seen in a long time. Right, right. I'm staying away. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to remember games with hilarious, like all time bad endings. Do you guys have any? Uh, uh, how dare you say Battleshock? Borderlands. Uh, did, she, 
I'm Did she angry. say it just to upset us? <laughs> you like Aladdin Genesis. You're one of them. <laughs> I hated the Borderlands ending. Borderlands. Borderlands, Borderlands is a good one. That is a good one. Yeah. Uh, that, it's that thing you look for closed while you were playing the game. Goodbye. Yeah. Uh, I would say... Uh, Doesn't have to be recent, but... Ghost and Goblins. <laughs> uh, a lot of misspellings in that one. Yeah, that's a I would say the same ending. thing for Contra. Which kind of an obscure. Like you, you ever played the Godfather that, game? I did that's not. That's exactly where I was going. It go. was so good. It was really good. It followed. You're the you're the the Deus Ex of the movies. Like you make the stuff happen that okay. they don't show, and then they didn't know how to end it. So it literally goes from you being like the go to guy for the Corleone family. You beat the game like you're the king of New York. It's literally yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like just, you're playing mid game, and it's like congrats. Yeah, you win. Yeah, hey, good job, buddy. Wow. Yeah, so Godfather's definitely okay. one of those terrible ones. All right, good. That's going to uh, get brought up then. There's the two hours or probably like four hours of gameplay that takes place after the ending of Tomb Raider. Because <laughs> uh, that game just keeps going. Uh, the end of Tetris is stupid. You guys have seen it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I would imagine Ninja Turtles has a bad ending. Never seen it. Nor have I. You could take uh, the Mega <laughs> Man X. No, I wasn't speaking for me. I was like, humanity has never <laughs> seen it. Knows. Mega Man X ending it was a little weird. Uh, not all time bad, though. It's I don't scro- think all time no, bad. Let me, it scrolled up. It was like, X has to think about all the people that's died in this war. Did he have to fight? Was there another way? I don't know, game. You didn't give me a peace button. You gave me a laser gun. It makes me feel bad. That, that is my favorite part of that game. Wow, we're going super over tonight. But... <laughs> it, he the, brought it up. It's his fault. The first time... I did not bring up the, the ethics of Mega Man. No, I did not. I said, what games have bad endings? You time, knew what would happen. <laughs> the first time Dr. Light pops up, he says, I, w- I hope that you could choose a life of peace. <laughs> By the way, your arm's a gun. <laughs> also, we made your dog a weapon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We built you with armor. Your sister's got a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> all kinds of bad messages. But we will uh, we will talk off mic about more because as I think of them. Uh, but uh, that's going to do it for us. Will anything to add? No. Good. Uh, be sure to uh, like us on Facebook. Uh, leave us a five star review on uh, Stitcher or Stitcher and uh, iTunes, and leave a fact about pineapples, and I will read it right here on the show. By the way, here's one quick fact about pineapples. We're out of time. <laughs> uh, pineapples are bombs in the game Boone's Tower Defense. And that's been one quick fact about time, pineapples. Sorry, we are short on time. Uh, upcoming events. We are into November, which means that our NaNoWriMo write-ins are starting. Mm-hmm. So be here every Thursday at 6 o'clock and come write your novel with us. There will be candy. Uh, plus, we ha- we're, oh, we go into the author series, so we have a bunch of authors for November. Uh, the first author is Nicoline, probably saying that wrong, uh, Nicoline Evans. She's a fantasy author. She's great. Uh, then we're going to have Heather Gordon. She's kind of a sci-fi author. And then we're going to have Dave Teruso. He wrote the book Cube Sleuth. It's a uh, office mystery, and he's working on a new graphic novel. He's also a stand-up comedian. Uh, we're then uh, dark for Thanksgiving on the 27th. Uh, on the 4th is TBA. On, on the 11th, DJ Cutman will be joining us. Nice. Greg, they used to clap for your name. But <laughs> yeah. Now yeah. I would, too, if DJ Cutman was following me up. You got to <laughs> set me up hard. <laughs> uh, so, 
uh, Twitter, all that good stuff. I think I said all that stuff already. Yeah, yeah, yeah we fine. did upcoming shows. Okay, then we would like to thank Ben Affleck and his dishonest chin <laughs> for making the podcast possible and keeping the streets of Gotham City safe. This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Thank you so much. Woo!